It's Friday, the 3rd of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee, how are you? I'm good, Timmy. Very excited. I've got a big tennis day on tomorrow. It's an annual event. I play uh, at a good mate of mine's house, um, Aidan Kelleher. Um, good Irish bloke. He, uh, his wife cooks us um, Irish stew, um, and the boys all bring some good red wine. I'm paired this. I'm the favourite this year. I'm paired with uh, all back legend Andrew Mertens. Mm. So uh, a bit of pressure on mate. But I think we're going to look after, look out for uh, Jude Bolton. We call him Double Fulton Bolton. So there'll be a bit of chirp tomorrow, mate. It should be good fun. Well, I'll look forward to the feedback on Monday. Are you wearing the uh, the sweatband on the head this time? Absolutely, Tim. Yes, and uh, hopefully I won't do my calf or anything like that. But uh, yeah, looking forward to a good, 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 good day and a few nice bottles of red. Serving now is Shane Boris Becker Lee. <laughs> Today on the show, we've got a crack. I've got plenty of cricket to talk about. Of course, we're days away from the start of the Ashes. There's so much tennis, NRL, and a little bit of Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. So, Shane, your brother Brett has come out and uh, backed Mitchell Stark to have a big series. He has, mate. Uh, he's gone the, the opposite opinion of, of Warney, who's sort of calling for his head. Look, Brett just thinks um, if he gets it right, and we, and we know Mitchell Stark can bowl up to 150 still and, and swing the ball back on his good day. Um, Brett also said he'll need to start the series well or there will be pressure for his spot because he didn't have a fantastic um, last test series. But, uh, look, I think I agree with Brett. I think I want that big left armour in my team. The other fact, too, even though he doesn't get early wickets, he, he can clean up the tail, which is a really, really important role um, in any, t- any test series. So, um, yeah, Brett's backing Stark in, and I think I agree with Brett on that one. Bad news for Ron Barassi, of course, a, a, an absolute legend of the AFL and the Melbourne Demons. And, uh, look, they've been waiting so long to have the celebration, haven't they, for their premiership. And he and his wife are going to have to miss it because they got COVID, Shane. Oh, what what a, a sad story this is for for Ron Barassi in particular. Ron's eighty five now, um, a legend of the game, a legend of the Melbourne Football Club, the Demons, mate, six time Premiership player, and was the last to captain uh, the Melbourne D's to uh, to victory prior to this win in nineteen sixty four. So, yeah, unfortunately, apparently he's in good health, which is great, but um, he's not been struck too too uh, too badly with the COVID. But yeah, what a real shame. He would love to have been there and been part of. What has been a um, a long, long wait for a, for a premiership? This is interesting. Uh, Tyrone May looks like he's going to be heading to the Catalans. It's almost like if you have a problem in the NRL, you're off to France. It's like, I wouldn't mind that, would you? Like, oh, sorry, Shane. Sorry, Tim. Afternoon sports not working. We're sending you to Provence. Yeah, it's um, it's not a bad fallback position, is it? But uh, look, that's a real lifeline for, for Tyrone May, as we know, um, out of the, the Penrith Panthers. And uh, yeah, he picks up a, a contract over there um, in the French Super League club, as, as you said, Catalan Dragon. So a big lifeline for him. And, um, yeah, they're not always going to be a, uh, a fallback position for these guys. They've got to start getting their act together, I think. 
Yeah, and of course, um, this whole story with China and the WTA and the 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 missing tennis player. There's there's a movie, there's a series in this, isn't there? There is, but uh, tell you what, this is a big, big stance from the WTA. They've suspended all tournaments in China. There's 11 events planned this year, Timmy, and uh, due to the silencing of, of Peng Shui, uh, we know that she's alive, um, but they've made her contradict her, her allegations against the former vice president, um, and they've really silenced her. So, uh, yeah, the WTA said, well, if China's going to do that, they're not going to let any other players go and play over there. Big, big stance. Bathurst this weekend, mate, it's part of the Australian folklore, isn't it? I, I remember sitting in Guildford in Western Sydney on a Sunday and watching Gemini's and <laughs> Tiranas and Moffat and Brock and The Rock with Dick Johnson. Yeah, I was speaking to a couple of mates uh, yesterday that actually go driving up today to, to watch it. And um, look, it's a big event. I think they're saying that uh, right now Chas Mazet and, um, and Lee Holsworth are probably the two Big contenders, um, saying that seven-time winner Craig Lowndes, uh, he finished sixth in qualifying, um, but he'll always be there and thereabouts. But, uh, yeah, it should be good to see the cars go around again at Mount Panorama. I remember when you we did that first cricket show story and you were only a teenager and you came down the hill, we had the, the surfboard sort of um, <laughs> sticky tape to, to your BMW. But what, what, what was the first car you ever had in Oak Flats? The first car I ever got was a, uh, I bought a uh, Beep Beep Barina. A little white one, uh, yep. A little white perina. Yeah, and then then I got the uh, Holden Commodore, mate. The uh, <laughs> the silver, the silver blue one. It was uh, it was a good car, mate. It was very Oak Flats, but <laughs> I, I, I had, my first car was an HQ Kingswood. It got stolen seven times, and then because you could start it without a key. And on the, one of the last occasions that it got stolen, the police rang, Mister Gilbert. Your car's been found. It's in Cabramatta. So I went to the location in Cabramatta. It'd been knocked off again. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old le- the leather seat to the HQ Kings. A guy that knows all about motorsport and he loves his rugby league. He is Brisbane comedian Shad Wecker, and he is next. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. We absolutely love a Friday because that means Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker joins us. He's covered more ground than the early explorers over the past week. Last week he was in Adelaide. He's been doing gigs everywhere. How are you, great man? Mate, I'm good. It's good to be back in the great, uh, great state of Queensland. It'll soon open its borders to you guys. You getting excited? You're going to be able to come and visit me. Yeah, we're coming for Christmas. Yeah, we can't wait. But um, how was Adelaide, mate? Is it uh, is it the bubbling metropolis that we we believe it is? Look, uh, I usually go to Adelaide for the Adelaide Fringe, a great thriving time if anyone. <laughs> has an opportunity mm-hmm. to go down there and the locals will always tell you down there that it's only good because the fringe is on yep and i always thought that it'd just be you know just be adelaide people trying to talk down their city but i i can uh, i can attest it is the most boring city i've ever been to <laughs> outside of the adelaide fringe 
Oh my Ooh. god! I mean, you know, their Coles closes at seven o'clock. Yeah, it gets. It, it can be quiet. It can be quiet. I didn't think I'd ever say this, and this would be so offensive to anyone in Adelaide. But while I was down there, I went for like a day trip out. Like, just drove down to Port Adelaide to spend yep. the afternoon. Unreal. Port Adelaide seems like a thriving metropolis compared to Adelaide. There you go. Well, I mean, Shane and I spent a lot of time in Adelaide. And we both will say this, and I'll speak on your behalf, Shana. You need to travel at least an hour, and you can be in adult fairyland, basically. You go to the Barossa. Wine wine heaven. McLaren Vale. There's St. Clair Valley. So what you're trying to tell me, the best thing about Adelaide is not being in Adelaide. It's everything that's within an hour. Like, you've got to climb up the Adelaide Hills. Someone did say famously that they spent 14 years in Adelaide one weekend. That was said by someone. Okay, now let's talk a little bit of sport. Brandon Smith, yeah, we were talking off air about this. This has been a pretty dramatic week for him. He's he's a very good player. He's still only 25. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, the biggest part of this story for me, two things. One, the Roosters always get their man. And that hurts me so much. Um, And then the other is, you know, how quickly all the main sports outlets decided to really jump on uh, on his back after he did a podcast with a brand that we've spoken about here before, YKTR Sports. He does a tell-all kind of podcast. And then who would have thought that all Before you go that way, what did you – you've got to – it, once you're on air, you're on air, aren't you? So can you use those kinds of profanities in the way he did and expect not to be picked up by people? You know what I think it is? I think that uh, because obviously I'm, I'm a big American sports fan, um, I think that it's Australian sport getting thrust into, you know, what the world is now. Um, I think the players are going, I think obviously he swore a heap on this podcast. I don't think he it's did. enough to be like, oh, you bring the game in disrepute. I find that a bit much. But um, I, I like the fact that we're starting to move further away from players being like, credit to the boys, yeah, we went out there, we did our best, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. the forwards up front, they did the best. Yeah, 101%, like, yeah. Yeah, we're no, breaking yeah. away from that. There's going to be some uh, growing pains. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's and, and I just feel like this is where sport is really going. In the US, it's massive. I mean, it's more player-driven in the US. I mean, LeBron's got a show called The Barbershop where he mm. sits with NBA players. And on this show, you've had players from all sorts of sports talk mm. about some very in-depth things that no one knew about within organisations. And there's been big articles about it. They haven't sworn 65 mm. times or whatever it was. But how about the person's job it was at Fox Sports to listen to the podcast and start <laughs> a tally on the whiteboard? <laughs> are you are, are you sad you mentioned LeBron um, has a podcast called The Barbershop? Is that where he, where he got COVID from? Yeah, yeah, well, I reckon it might as well have been. I think uh, LA is starting to get this little grips on him. He's been going out doing a lot of social stuff lately. Who would have thought that it lines up with the Lakers playing absolutely yeah. awful at the moment? <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's gotten himself COVID. It's it's like Jeez. it's the world of, of sport at the moment is going to be living through this, I think, a little bit longer than we think, um, which means he is out, according to NBA protocols, for 10 days. Yes. And you're talking about a Lakers team that is uh, – they have what? They're under 500 as the USA. Mm. Um, they've got less wins than, uh, less wins than losses. And, uh, yeah, the, the Lakers don't look like the same team without LeBron James on there, which is crazy because they've got – 
you know, superstars across three different positions there at the moment. But this is a team that I think if you're a fan of the NBA, it is not going to look the same come the trade deadline this year. You watch a clear out of the Lakers. Yeah, they're not clicking, are they? Yeah, I'd like to take you into a dream sequence now, Shad, because you're a little bit frustrated about who and hasn't been signed for the Dolphins. Um <laughs> I want to take you, close your eyes, okay? Close your eyes. Think there's some sort of mystic music. Think that you pick up the Courier Mail tomorrow and you read, the Dolphins have signed Tommy Turbo. Oh, mate. Don't even. How did- Brad Fittler medal last night, Dalian. He's won absolutely everything. Mate, it was one of the greatest greatest seasons ever last year, wasn't it? I mean, we yeah. felt like we were talking about him every week. Mm. Tommy Turbo. I mean, if they, if you could compare the uh, the medals to MVP awards, there was no one more valuable in rugby league than Tommy Turbo, and that was proven when he was taken off his team's side and they got pumped every time he wasn't out there. Um, huge mm. win. I know that you've brought it up because it's a Brad Fittler medal and it ties into State of Origin, and yes, you guys are the holders of the shield. And, and we'll uh, do it again next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, but I mean, come on, Kate, just, Kate, let me have an off-season without this, boys. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Oh, we're trying to give you the play. We're trying to give you Turbo. Trying to give the Dolphins their marquee signing. Someone like someone, but that's true, isn't it? Like, in all seriousness, there's very few Tommy Turbos about. But someone like him, imagine if you got him. You know, that just, you can build, you'd chuck the farm at them, wouldn't you? You could build a whole generation around them. Mate, it'd be, what, what is it? The the record uh, contract at the moment is 1.2 per season. He'd be the mm. 1.5. He would yeah. easily be the 1.5. Yeah. I don't know how long he's got left at Manly, but I can tell you right now, they are not going to – they will sack the entire staff if they have to to try and keep him there. Well, it's just just the TV ratings that he gets as well. You know, like every, every time – I know personally that there's been very few sportsmen in the last 10 years that when they're playing, you, you just have to watch. It's so, so compelling. Yeah, it's nuts. And, and, like, I mean, Origin, if we want to talk about Origin, Origin just showed that, you know, he can play anywhere on the field as well. Yep. I mean, mm. it's not just the fullback for Manly. He's the centre wing, and at one point he was in at 5'8 for you guys throughout the series. So he's, he's easily the best player that's going about at the moment. Will it mean that Manly can get a premiership next year? God, no. No, no, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's let's go to um to the Patriots now, mate. And have they found a young a young Brady? Yeah, look, the NFL's most hated team. I don't know what your guys' views um are on the Patriots, but I mean, it's hard to be a well loved team when you make it to the final so often. I mean, look mm. at the Melbourne Storm here in rugby league. But um, the, you know, Tom Brady left, uh, and then he went and won himself a Super Bowl. The only player to ever win a home Super Bowl, only team to win a Super Bowl at home. Well, Great yeah. record breaking moment. But the talk of them uh, of this season is. Is not necessarily Tom Brady's Buccaneers and whether they can go back to back, but it's the fact that the Patriots have somehow managed to reload and get what is looking like rookie of the year at quarterback. It's a guy called Mac Jones. Um, he played for Alabama, the Crimson Tide, uh, the college team that I go yeah, for. It's also powerhouse. Um, and this this college is actually not usually known for producing quarterbacks, but the last three years they've actually produced three uh, first round quarterbacks. Wow. And uh, Mac Jones fell. Three quarterbacks were chosen in the first three, first two, uh, first four picks rather of yep. the NFL draft. Uh, two of them, one's on a really bad team. The other can't even start on his other team. Mac Jones wasn't picked until around the 16th. Right. And uh, he fell all the way into the hands of Bill Belichick. And now the Patriots yeah. are on a six-game winning streak and are looking like the best team 
in the AFC, if not the NFL, eight and four. And if you were looking for a game that has a lot of uh, a lot on the line, it would be the Bills Patriots. That is going to be on Tuesday next week. All right, it's a morning game. It's a Monday. Watch football. it. Yep. And these are two teams that are battling to win the AFC East. They'll guarantee them a spot into the uh, into the playoffs. And the way that their calendar is working out, if the Patriots beat the Bills, this Patriots team could end up in the Super Bowl against. Imagine that. Tom Brady's Buccaneers. Wow. Where are your Buccaneers? Buccaneers are at the top of theirs at the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, they're on your Buccaneers. Oh, you got God. I forgot that I'm on a podcast with two dads. Uh, boom, boom. Uh, you back in beauty. Uh, we, we could take this a long way. Look, it, it's it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, all the very best for your next six weeks, Ojun, in Adelaide. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you goes out to Shad Wicker today, and a big thank you to our sponsor, Shane. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Main Hair Care. That's M A N E, mainhaircare.com. And of of course, the best producer on the block, Mr. Dan McHugh. We're back on Monday with your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.